episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Let's punch our way through a star-shaped dimensional rift and fight off alternate reality versions of ourselves in a brand new brash adventure on this week's thrilling episode of Dr. Cosmic and the Multiverse of Critness. This is your GM Patrick here, your grieving Mother Maximoff, and joining me in spaghettifying the opposition and steamrolling through the Illuminati are my five friends and your players across the digital table for me. Two rights don't make a wrong, but they do make a wong. It's Miles playing Raimi. Good evening. On my right, a giant starfish attacking New York City. It's Tyler playing Andros. Hello. To his left, a non-evil Mordo, once again, not really delivering on the character from the first film, a.k.a. Rebecca playing Alindra. Hello. To my left, a gr- teen with spunk from another dimension, ready to step up and be a hero, it's Drew playing Nack Feldspar. This time, Bruce Campbell plays the car. And finally, to his left, indeed a Bruce Campbell cameo that should literally be in every single Marvel movie. Fight me on that. Jabert as Andis 148. Hey, hey, I got chainsaws for hands. He, he, he sells the... Spaghetti pizza? No, pizza balls. He's the pizza papa. (laughs) Yeah, pizza Pizza papa. Papa. (laughs) But they're like balls made of pizza, which is like, I want to live in that dimension. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Just walk popping pizza balls. Yeah. (laughs) This episode is coming out towards the end of of January. Boy, howdy. We, We rushed on through this entire month. And when we sat down to record our prior episode, there were some rumblings about Wizards of the Coast revoking the OGL 1.0A. And now we live in a new world. baby. All, all the news has come <laughs> out in the last week since we recorded the last episode. And by the time you hear this, this will be old news, because who would have thought Things would have come to such a head so quickly in in that developing story. Uh, you know, Wizards of the Coast. Literally anyone. <laughs> well, no, I <laughs> I don't think things normally move this quickly. But Wizards of the Coast was going to had plans, had been sending out copies of a OGL 1.1. And for those of you who don't know, the OGL is the Open Gaming License, on which most every D twenty based. Our TTRPG is kind of based. <laughs> it, it, it's the the legal document that's like, okay, you can publish under these rules and, and this kind of framework, and anyone else can also use the rules that you make that the framework is based on and make additional products, third party products. So, Paizo was based on the OGL for Dungeons and Dragons 3.5. And then people have taken Paizo's <laughs> books and made their own kind of games and content and so on and so forth. And uh, it came out that Wizards was trying to roll back that. And first yeah, now the fun OGL. buzz is coming to a stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, there'll be like 20 new news stories regarding the the OGL and but uh yeah Paizo has come out and said that they were working on their own completely open perpetual non-monetized license called the Open Cr- Creative 
RPG license. Uh, no, open RPG creative license. Uh, the Orc license, yes. Uh, uh, which is great. <laughs> which is amazing. And have rallied a, a great deal of of people to to their cause. Getting people involved in Starfinder and Pathfinder that have maybe never played the game before, which is awesome, which is so heartening to see, because especially Pathfinder 2nd Edition, great, great game mechanics that I think folks coming from Dungeons & Dragons are really going to enjoy a great deal. And I don't know if you guys, the five of you know this, but I'm pretty partial to Starfinder as well. I, I like that game that uh, we've played <laughs> week in, week out. Yeah, it's, it's over cute. five years. <laughs> five, yeah, I hear you're a fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Starfinder has taken a little bit of a backseat to Pathfinder 2nd Edition, but that's okay because we are here rallying the banner of the uh, sci-fi fantasy series starfinder all the time and at a minimum we can catch up (laughs) (laughs) yeah well yeah they publish faster than we can play (laughs) i I, unfortunately i don't think we're ever going to be able to get through all of the adventure paths and then they they've announced later last year that they're going to do hardcover versions of adventure path kind of collections of the Starfinder Society scenarios, which is like, all right, well, we're definitely never going to be able to do all those. <laughs> so, so, I mean, there's content for decades <laughs> in just five be, years. It would be fun to create a TTRPG podcast just called like Breakneck, where you just... Like you speed run all the you speed run the <laughs> books and like I, I don't know if 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 anybody's ever seen like sixty second dungeon where they just it's just I can't remember the people who do it I just see videos from time to time but it's just literally he just does a quick sixty second scenario with one on one but just something like that where it is just the most like rapid fire light rules like no ro- like rolling a single dice just crazy breakneck speed through like all the content that would be fun to do <laughs> that'll be. Pathfinder fourth edition, Starfinder third edition. <laughs> they'll <laughs> they'll boil it down to where you can do an entire AP in in uh, in one sitting, that, and then they'll sell twenty books a month. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. If you, can, if month. you can do that, then I would recommend if whoever can come up with that idea and, and publish it, that you go with a, a, a like a gaming like a battle pass. Let's bring battle passes into the uh, into the TTRPG world. Oh, Wizards of the Coast wanted to. They've got subscription <laughs> services and stuff. But. You know, by, oh, the, by the time this episode comes out, they might have introduced something like that. You know, yeah, time. yeah. Time. exactly. Do you want to buy new armor for your your character? Well, <laughs> go ahead and and give us. 600 gold aka six dollars <laughs> yes of, of the u.s mint variety <sighs> I'm, I'm tired talking about this already i mean the, the last week since since that news dropped i've spent more time on twitter than probably like the last year combined <laughs> watching people's reactions and, and whatnot so o- old news for people listening to this podcast very new to us so we, like I said, we are a couple month, uh, weeks in advance. So this is happening early in January, and this episode's coming out later in January, right? But we are recording week after week, and last week on the podcast, we got into some adventures. I was coming out of the the haze of of being sick the week before, and 
all I remember is last week has been was one of my favorite episodes in a long time. I had a great time last week. Do you guys remember what happened on last week's episode? Nope. Well, I hope you do. In that you, you begin to oh, get we're, jogged. We're, we're uh, something about an AI. AI sometime. Uh, Man, new friend. We are going with. If you guys get all three of these trivia recap questions correctly, same thing at level 19, you roll a D20 with luck. If you get all three right, and if you get all three wrong, if you take mercy on your GM, then I'll get that bonus for for something in the, the episode. So recap trivia question number one. Last time you guys rode a freight train kind of between the decks of the devastation arc and spent hours racing past biomes engineering levels and and quarters and things like that until you got to the ai deck where you met an ai of sorts who tried to get some messages across in commercial format to you but in particular tried to sell you on a single book what was the name of that book i know Rebecca, of course, knows. Okay, it's what I wrote down is Anxi Swindler. <laughs> okay, that's not the name of the book, the title of the book. It's not? <laughs> no. 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 That, I think you wrote down the author's name. You did. Uh-oh. Oh, no, Rebecca. I thought this was the layout. Sorry. Question. I put it in quotation marks. I thought that oh. it was the name. All right. So close. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm sure everyone else here remembers. It was called The Reboot Code. Reboot Code. Oh, the Reboot Code. I, I got it backwards. I wrote Anxi Swindler book with Reboot Code. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that was the title. For once, Rebecca's notes. Too good. Okay. Ooh, wow. We're in danger territory. Question number two. The AI named 4.1 indeed was actually trying to help you in shutting down the Civ supercomputer that had been taken over by the Varanch Civ consciousness. When asked how close the four transposition keys were that you needed to shut down the AI, he pitched a pharmaceutical drug to you. What was the name of that pharmaceutical drug? Any guesses? None. <sighs> how close those... Area one guess. Peace and area one. Oh my God. You just saying that is so close to the answer. The The answer is nearby a troll. <laughs> Mm, the keys are nearby a troll (laughs) (laughs) okay all right question number three continuing on you found you went to the south of the the laboratories here and found an optics facility of some sort where you met a member of the akleth warrior race that you had fought inside the simulations of the sieve and there she attacked you with Adros's Spear Fates. Your question, what planet was she from that you saw conquered by the Civ in the simulations? What is the planet of the Aklath? I can take a guess. I think this I, is the third I'm, time this is part of a trivia. I know, question. I know, I know. I, right, I you're, almost you're, positive I know this, but I feel like I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Then Patrick's going to ding me on it. It's all on you, Tyler. If you get this right, <laughs> no one gets a boon. If you get it wrong, I'm getting that boon, sir. Is it Lathlath? Oh, that is correct, Ty. <sighs> Lathlath <Wow>. of the <laughs> Aklath. <laughs> and of course, your new friend's name here. Kathlo. Kathlo. So all about the ass. 
Athels <laughs> there and there. Tathlo. Right, so no boon, no no curse, no nothing like that as we get back to the into this week's episode. Cathlo has handed the Spear of Fates back over to Adros, empowering it greatly, good sir. Got a little mm. boost here. And did we talk <laughs> did we talk last week about the actual physical boost to to the weapon? We did not. I just noticed what uh how many D10s you were rolling for damage. <laughs> we didn't actually talk about specifically uh mechanically what's happening. Yes. Well, I put it in my notes for last week's episode, and uh, I guess I meant to talk to you about it otherwise. But yes, the the, the staff she was rolling is a little bit more powerful. She indeed has imbued it with Akalathian kind of magics that have empowered what it already does. So it still does kind of plasma style damage that is i mean this is up to you if you'd like it to change the color of the the spear of fates plasma uh, it definitely changes the the damage <laughs> amounts for for it what 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 did i roll last week cuz maybe <laughs> i was taking it as a higher level of what we had based the last increase on which was a, a I higher believe level. you were rolling 8d10. Yeah, if a that... higher level of, of uh, Plasma Doshko, I think. Yeah, so like if I look at my old macro, old Spear of Fates did 5d10, and I believe you were rolling 8d10, but I, I it's hard to tell because you were critting. <laughs> I, I believe you're correct. And this is a, a magically kind of empowered version of the spear, which she hands back over to you. She has another weapon. It seems like this is period armor and, and weapons that she is wearing. It looks very similar to some of the warriors that you saw in the simulation, but that was, you know, millennia ago. Do you guys have any questions for for Cathlo, uh before you guys continue on? She has agreed to kind of help you in your your mission and taking out the sieve. How, how long have you been here? I, I I woke from my slumber when there seemed to be perhaps some kind of surge in in energy only a few hours ago, and I was disoriented. I I came across a a, a giant creature who was is wielding this weapon. And I, I, I broke out of my containment. And as I told you, the last thing I remember was was falling to the the sieve's clutches on, on my planet long, long ago, apparently. And I, I, I beat them and, and took the weapon and in a panic came to what seemed to be a, a means of conveyance, which I, I told I, I wanted to go to the heart of of the ship and uh, I, I, I had taken some, some damage in my fight and I, I was looking for a place to, to tend my wounds and, uh, I, I, I've not found it yet, but there are, are many of the, the hated sieve, I believe on this deck. So I've, I've wanted to, to rest before I was able to, to go out and, and lock horns with them once more in battle. But you all say you are, are star finders, you do you have a grudge against these sieve as well? What what brings you here to their their vessel? Well, uh, that's a it's a pretty long story. Uh, so funny you should mention. Do we have a grudge against the sieve? Up until a couple weeks ago, we didn't really know what the sieve were, who they were. 
anything like that. But we've, uh, oh, and uh, Nack lays out all of their past dealings. He adds some some flourishes, uh, you know, some some special effects, some actors he wants to cast in the movie version of the events, uh, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. All of season one. You're telling her all about season one as well. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, she's a little confused about how much time indeed has passed and, and says, you know, well, it seems the the sieve were not successful in their domination of of the entire universe they had designs to take over every sentient species that they came across and it, it sounds like from what you said that this mutual ally the the kishili were able to do what we on lathlath were not able to just to 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 put an end to to stop their their evil spread but this ship is is a relic of of that past and if if like myself no time has really passed for for some of the sieve on board this vessel then they're in a mindset an, an ancient mindset of of domination and destruction that we must seek to end i i'm with you what what do we do what what is the plan well we're trying to shut down the ai okay how how do we do that great question there are four <laughs> runes. Uh, why am I explaining this? But there are four runes that uh, we need to track down and, I don't know, do magic on or or poke correctly. But uh, I don't know the details about these runes, but that's what we're trying to find. Yes, there are four pieces to the reboot code that we must locate before we enter the AI core and try to take down the AI. Ooh, how do we find these these codes? What do they look like? Where would they be? Held. We're told that they are nearby. They may be in this very nearby, uh, nearby near a troll. Yes, nearby a troll. <laughs> well, I, I've not done a, a, a search of this entire room. It's it's pretty large, by the way. It's about uh, 60, 70 search, feet long. I suggest we search this area. And are these are these like computers or something in this so, room? So I'll go back and give the. The, the brief description there are several very large emitters kind of beaming focus lasers into prisms and you know there's there's huge broadbands of light that are kind of coalescing and blending in, in various alcoves on the the edges of this room oh the northern end i think is the largest of these optics machines that has indeed a what looks like a a frozen rainbow kind of some of the colors which may be dazzling to your eyes it's it's hard to to look at for for long periods of time almost like the staring at the sun it seems to have like a a high pitch hum to it as you're you're uh you're nearby Um, but there's a few of these kind of what looks like optical experiments there are some computers around here as well many computers tied to these experiments and and things uh do you guys do you guys want to spend some time searching the the computer well i was going to say i it's obviously not uh exactly alindra's wheelhouse you know the city of light per se at least not stellar light but could i use physical science to try to glean what these experiments might be situated to do at the moment or you know why they're here what they're trying to accomplish. Yeah, go go ahead and make a, a roll for me. 36. 
yeah, these seem to be, let's see, experiments in various wavelengths and some of which you can tell are trying to make physical objects out of light beams and things like that. You, you can tell they're trying to integrate their rel state technology and, you know, their, their use of, of quantum tunneling telescopes around looking at some of the the experiments here. It seems like they're projecting things, the, these projectors that they're trying to make into like physical objects and, and things like that. So maybe some kind of teleportation or creation <clears throat> matter creation technology that they're they're working on so it's pretty pretty high-tech stuff that would require a, a great deal of experimentation and kind of breaking down the code to to get a full understanding of okay uh do, do you guys want to make some perception checks see if you can find something that looks like it might contain one of these codes you, you've yet to, to find or yes yeah can Alindra manipulate one of the experiments to see if I can manifest a physical object out of light? That's fascinating. <laughs> you, you you experimenting with one of them? Yeah. I Dude. see all. <laughs> Miles has rolled a, a natural. I, I, I see my toes. <laughs> yeah, I think you're going to you hate this. That's why I've, I've changed up this scenario a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that natural 20 actually isn't a high enough perception check for for finding this this transposition key. Well, uh, but this game is hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, indeed, you do see a computer that seems to be like behind one of these light projectors kind of in the, the back corner of the room, Raimi, that does seem a lot higher tech and perhaps higher security than the other ones that you think it might be in. But as our friend Alindra is experimenting with one of these projectors here and perhaps trying to manipulate the light. I'm sure the, nothing will go wrong. The The, the blue light of the, the rest of the, the lighting in the room kind of goes to a burnt sienna or a darker orange color and begins flashing between those two colors as uh, those of you that speak Civ perhaps hear a, you know, <clears throat> intruder alert, defensive protocols enacted kind of, of message. And Cathlo down here at the bottom of the room is like, I, I don't like the sound of that. What, what did you touch? What is happening? <laughs> you won't like the words of it either. <laughs> when that happens I think our three friends that are closest to the northern projector Alindra Knack and Raimi three more of you guys materialize right next to one another indeed three versions uh, or two versions of our three friends Alindra Knack and, and Raimi show up right next to to the originals almost like body doubles and they completely copy your your mannerisms your your movements wait and we've never done this before uh <laughs> i i need you all to roll into the initiative turn order here as uh as Cathlo says I, I don't know which one's the real one of you i've got to kill you all so I'm so sorry uh, hold on 
Got a question, Miles? A comment? Yeah, I we yeah, I do. Just gotta find where it is. I have because th- this is a a a result of Alindra touching the computer, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, mm, okay. Did you have some ability you wanted to I, ask about? Well, I, I think I have something that allows me to basically put off a, a computer's like defenses for a round or something. I well, didn't know if that would matter for this. I, I was about to say, if it's like hacking into a computer, that might be a little different. This does seem to be perhaps something that manifests just right out of the the machines themselves. And, okay, okay, that, that, that's that's uh, what I wanted to know because I, I I have stuff that's like like that can like bypass defenses and stuff. But I didn't know right. that was part of this. No, no, but uh, we've all rolled initiative here, and I think except me. Uh, f- oh yes, go go ahead and roll because I think first is going to be our friend Edros Veronis in the turn order as you Yay. three you see multiple copies of of three of your allies appear out of of thin air. And all of a sudden they're standing by their, their doppelgangers of joy. I'm just checking my vast array of resources. Got a brand new spear uh, fates itching for use. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to, Oh boy, man. I'm going to, first off, I'm going to turn on my haste circuit since I'm, this is mostly going to be a defensive turn. I think. Okay. I'm going to turn on a haste circuit and man, I'm going to turn on my force field and then I'm going to move the, I'm going to change the spear fates over to like ranged mode and, <laughs> and say, I don't know which one to shoot, which one's yeah. the real Raimi. And uh, yeah, just kind of wait. Adras is like, oh man, not this again. <laughs> Last time this happened, things went really badly. <laughs> well, I can tell you, Anna Lindra, a single knack, and one Raimi are uh, uh, begin attacking the the other ones on their turn. I think with leather weapons, they they might have maybe a tail blade coming at at knack or a, a spell ensorcelled EAC attack at the other Raimi and I think I'm just going to do it left to right here. Just make a couple attacks. Ooh, not great. Not great at all. A couple of threes. We've rolled pretty low this episode far (laughs) besides Miles' natural 20 here. On perception that did nothing. This, believe it or not, boy, these actually are looking like hits or excuse me. Uh, for everybody, right? Yeah. A three, a 13, and a three. A Lindranak, Raimi. Oh, we got some damage to roll here. That OGL's looking better and better all the time. <laughs> what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I hate everything I just, happening right now. I say uh, these things. Oh, you know I what? I hate everything right now. Actually, hold on. Let me go back and look. I'm looking at Cathlo's stats. <laughs> so maybe not. I mean, because Rebecca's no, EAC no. is or Elendra's EAC is thirty-seven. I definitely beefed Same. up uh, Cathlo a little bit for for her fight, but no, the three the three for both Raimi and, and Elendra is I think going to be a miss. That makes closer sense. But I've hit a neck. <laughs> so sorry, Drew. You're in it by yourself. Do some damage. 
Uh, this is 58 points of Jeez. bludgeoning damage as you're <sighs> slapped with a an Asuki tail attack. <sighs> a single Asuki tail attack, right? That's that's not what a tail blade does. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I don't think I took a 15 last episode. I'm I'm hurting now. Oh no! Alright. Do we have any any other abilities? Nope, that is it. And we are going to move down the initiative turn order here to another Raimi <laughs> is next. Miles, what would you like to do? It, am I next? I thought it would be Andis. Oh, did I mess up the... Oh, yes, I messed up the initiative turn order for some reason. I thought 18 was higher than everybody else. No, Andis, you're correct. I mean, I appreciate that because, I mean, in terms of, you know, coolness, <laughs> that, that'd be correct. Yeah, no, you're you're so stunned by another Raimi appearing <laughs> in this season. <laughs> this is season too many Raimis. <laughs> yeah, what are, what are the uh, romancing attacks? What? Just saying. Uh, I mean, there. All right, I'm just gonna attack touch both Raimis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do an area of attack. Uh, I like where this is going. Definitely yeah. get one correct. Yeah, area of effect attack. <laughs> if you have a, a weapon with the automatic property you could <laughs> just all of them yeah you could solve this problem in a few rounds <laughs> and y'all are making That's fun right. of me we'll for see we'll, we'll see which we'll see which book. of these we'll see which of these guys has rp yeah. <laughs> 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 oh obviously i know exactly what my good friend alindra looks like oh no oh no so i step up and i say you're the imposter <laughs> <laughs> and I attack the bad one. <laughs> this well, is exactly what happened last time. You, you can you can make a, a sense motive check to see if you can tell just by mannerisms. Oh, that's good. That's not going to work out for me. Oh, I'll try that sense motive. <laughs> I have a plus two oh. to sense motive, baby. Got that android specialization. <laughs> and a nineteen on the dice. Yeah. It's a super hit, and I'm so sorry. I don't know if you can tell. Just very little has happened in this combat so far. How are you determining? Would you like to roll a die? Last time he rolled a d4, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's. let's I'm just gonna roll a die, I guess. Does let's Does see. our entanglement badge or belt like? That's true. Does being entangled mean of, nothing to you? <laughs> like, surely it gives us some sort of tie. I, I mean, Cosmic to be time. fair, if he hits you, you, and you and activate the ability him? to share pain or whatever, yeah, then yeah, he yeah. would kind he of know. The, uh, yeah, yeah, you can trick. kick it. You can kick it right back to me. I promise. Yeah, and then uh, that would be kind of a fun way to figure it out. Also, I'm yep. chopping off one of their legs. I think. <laughs> oh, not again! <laughs> so whichever one has a real leg, it doesn't anymore. <laughs> 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 Let's see here. Where's my uh Oh, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm gonna I'm actually gonna use my uh evolution drinker bit to force them to make a fortitude save. Um who make a fortitude save? Uh I mean whoever is uh whoever I'm attacking. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I guess I do. Do you want to roll it randomly? Yeah, yeah. Do you want I'll, me to I'll, Okay, so let's say let's say even is a good thing and odd is a bad thing. Even's a good thing. <laughs> good thing for your GM Patrick. Oh, no. You <laughs> <laughs> no, you indeed slam into 
the Alindra Valis that just attacked Alindra Valis with a massive adaptive strike here. Oh my goodness, so much damage. Let's see here. Slamming oh into for ages. her and doing 99 points of damage. Yeah. My yeah. goodness. Oh, we're all we're so close to, to capping up up over 100 on the reg. Right. <laughs> on the reg. So my that's it two and yeah i mean i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna use my evolution drinker so uh that's a mm-hmm. the dc 27 fort save okay or that alindra that does nothing in this scenario here you do smack into to this alindra and perhaps see a little bit of 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 particleization of bits and pieces of light here as he seemed to have uh, selected the correct one, that hit might have, you know, really Wang Chung, the real Alindra, didn't seem to do as much damage as about half of, of your strike passes you right it, through her. Are you saying it immu- it's immune to crits? No, I don't think it is, but immune to board uh, shoot safes. Uh, what about, well, let me ask, what is, what is this ability that would... Um, uh, this is evolution game. drinker. So yeah. What, what's the final effect here? If it fails, then I get extra uh, mutation points. And then if I, and then if I get back a maximum amount, then there's like a nauseated effect and second effect or whatever. So light things are like ghosts. I get it. All right, cool. Whatever. <laughs> I don't think it, so. it would work because you're okay. Yeah, I get, I get one extra one. Boy, there's anything to drink, but yes, not as m- not full damage going through on this either, but just I'm with Miles. For... I'm with Miles. Tear it all down. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> this game is stupid. And we I need a new Starfinder. <laughs> just oh. FYI, the one that you hit is the one here on the right. Um, that is that the end of your your turn? Just the yeah. I had to move up and then uh, I had to take a five foot step and then I had to make an attack and all of it was garbage and you don't love me anymore and I understand. So I wonder if you ever did. So sorry. I don't think all that's needed, but taking your cue, Cathlo is going to step up as well. And this right next to you, the huge Starfinder next to the large female Aklath warrior. She has a staff, a stave, if you will, of of her people, which does a good deal less damage than <laughs> the spear fates, but she brings it up and says, uh, this is civ trickery. I know it. I don't. I'm so sorry. I don't know which of you is the real Nate and or Rami. <laughs> well, who do I attack? What do I do here? A- Andes, what? What is this? Uh, that one's the phony. Look, you can see right through him. I say. Which one's that? Which one are you pointing to? I'm pointing at the the phony, the phony, the ghost phony. Oh, oh, well. Oh, she can't reach the ghost phony. Never mind. Uh, uh, I pointed this one. She, I mean, she <laughs> pointed this one. I say, kill that one right there. You can clearly see. Wait, let me make a let me make a sense motive. Oh shoot! I should have asked anyone else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right there. <laughs> yeah, maybe asking the person who just said burn even it all when down he says stop was... doing it, don't stop doing it. Just kill him till he's dead. You're right. The sieve trickery ends here. Ends today. Slam! 
let's see here. I've rolled a nine on the dice. And the... Well, interesting. This is a hard light staff that she is equipped with. Oh, that should be super effective. Nine on the dice is going to be a hit. Well, will it be? No. I don't know exactly what the hard light staff is or does exactly. Maybe I should look this up because unfortunately there is not a magical effect on the the character sheet here. This is an analog weapon. Oh my goodness. The staff, which would have easily cracked the actual Knackfeldspar's head in half, it goes right through the second Knackfeld spar. I knew it was that one. It, <laughs> well, I, d- to be fair, I did roll randomly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled randomly in secret because, like, I want to hit neck. It does no damage, and Caflo uh, uh, is confused. Like, what? What is this? No, my weapon. It's useless. My favorite stick. That is her turn. Ramy Quindar. Now we're on to you, Miles. Sorry for the false start earlier. It's all right. So uh, what I'm first going to do is use resolve point to flash teleport behind everybody. And then I am going to cast a level six spell, which will give me that resolve right back. Yeah, um, the RP, the flash teleport. Yes. Oh, wow. But it doesn't it doesn't provoke. So. Oh, that's pretty good. That's why I do that. Uh, I'm going to cast True Seeing, which allows me to see things as they actually are. So I can see who is my teammate and who isn't. I will say that these things have used a kind of a a, a spell that is in, uh, not supernatural ability, but is a... What's the EX again? Is that a... Um, Extraordinary ability? I think it's just extraordinary, yeah. But it is. It, it works very similar to magical disguises. So they've disguised themselves as the closest closest medium-sized creature to you. Miles, what you see when you cast this is your three allies look a little different. Let me show you the art over here. Or, indeed, what looks like a hard light hologram of of some sort so as i do this i use my limited telepathy le- uh, my limited telepathy to contact the actual alindra and knack and point them out so that they know that i know they're the real deal yeah you can tell you can give this to everybody some information yeah but but the thing is because there's other things okay so when i cast this because i thought this only affects me when I cast. yeah but you, you can tell them which ones you're seeing is is real okay like, so I, 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 I basically translate this to everyone so that they see the, the hard light holograms or the hardened holograms so that everyone can see who the real deal is. Luckily, there has been not as much friendly fire as <laughs> as, as there there could have been. Um, yeah, I don't like that at all. Do some area of effect things next turn and just, you know, pray that your teammates <laughs> do well on the replay. So, um... That, okay. That's going to be my turn as I kind of communicate with everybody and let them know what's actually happening. Okay. And so everyone can see what's going on. Well, good news and bad news. At the same time that this is happening, you get a good view through the Andis Mech's legs past Cathlo. The 
the projector at the end of the room that Alindra was kind of messing with seems to be glowing ominously in a fluorescent pinkish purple light that is growing as as this turn moves on here it's kind of like i said kind of hard to look at it hurts your your head to look at it perhaps uh that is that is your turn knack feldspar you, <laughs> you lucked out <laughs> didn't get hit by the 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 giant aklath warrior yeah that great oh boy uh, a, a, a very injured knack kind of shouts out all right you, you you guys heard what the man said get him uh, and we're going to use uh, uh, an RP, although not really use an RP, to uh, have get them applied to all of these critters so that, okay. you know, it doesn't matter which one you hit. And uh, then he's going to, hmm, not really a great place to take a five foot step, is there? Uh, you can you can try and proc that uh, attack of opportunity and, and move back back lines with Raimi behind the... Yandis, Adros, Cathlo, <laughs> Wall of Defense. He's yeah. Rami, he's gonna, Rami's moved to like the south side of the room. He's gonna run back here and kind of get right behind the Cathlo. Okay, that is going to provoke from a single hard light hologram, I believe. Just the one that looked uh, kind of like Nackfeld's bar. You might have looked good, but I hate you. Uh, natural one on the dice is a miss. No worries there as it, it reaches out with the tail blade once more and perhaps a hard light projectile or sieve kind of blade briefly shows up through the projection here trying to strike out at Knack. Is that your full turn? Yeah, because I didn't want to shoot it while I was standing right next to it, so I ran. So... <sighs> That is fine. That brings us to the bottom of the turn order. Alindra, perhaps very surprised about the the happenings here as you were. She was definitely surprised. She was in science mode. Nose in the books. Yeah. yeah. Uh, face in the computer screen. Natural one on the initiative roll. But what would you like to do? You've got a, a false Alindra right next to you. Yep. I'm going to turn on my haste circuit and take a five foot step to flank with Andis and take three strikes against the fake Alindra. Okay. Got a lot of bonuses. This here. has get them, and I'm flanking. Oh, so this would be plus one to each hit. A lot of bonuses. And this is big get them, so you're going to get a little very tiny bonus to damage as well. But okay. I'm counting that as damage the neck makes. So. <laughs> so that's all factored into the macro. It's a 36 to hit. Not including your bonuses, correct? With my bonuses. With all the bonuses against KAC as a hit. All right, that does 99 damage. Ooh, once again, not all of that uh, is going through. 101 with get him. Gotcha. Not all of it's going through, but still a, a big hit. Maybe half of the projection just doesn't seem to be there before you, you strike something that feels solid. All right, that's even better. That's a 47. <laughs> a good hit, 18 on the dice. And a little less damage, but how, what's the total with plus two for get him? 96. Six. And that is your full turn. Nope, I have one more. One more tech. One more tech. Forty-two to hit. So that's going to be ninety-one damage. I'm sorry. You you have your haste circuit activated. Yeah, I activated yeah. it at the beginning of this turn. Okay. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yep. You're so close to getting rid of that haste circuit. So close. 
I'm sorry, how much yeah, damage I'm on this? I'm going to hand it off to Andis after this fight to charge. <laughs> how, how much is the, the damage on the last attack? 91. Wait. Yeah, 91. Okay. Uh, that is enough to glitch out this hard light hologram, this hardened hologram here, as maybe half of it kind of looks like a sieve, half of it looks like a lindra now. It's something from John Carpenter's The Thing made out of light. Uh, but it is is still alive, still a construct here as we go into the end of turn one. At the end of turn one, a uh, the, the pulse light, pulsating light from the, the north side of the room kind of coalesces over all of you. It's it's, you know, these these odd colors. You see infragreen, luma red, cyan, gloss that seem fairly harmless, but then a malevolent color kind of penetrates through each and every one of you. I need everyone in the room that can to make me a will save. I'm going to make one for Cathlo. Guys, what do you think the evilest color is? It's definitely sight. Oh, brown. Gracious. I've not rolled great for Cathlo. <laughs> I have no idea. Will. I've not rolled. Well, for Cathlo. Okay. Uh, the DC. Oh, hey, wait, wait. Hang on. Let me see if I can re-roll that. <laughs> re-roll how? Yeah, what's our what's our uh, level re-roll thing happening here? <laughs> I think at this point only uh, Aremi has only used Remy's one. On it. But I, uh, think I, think I, uh, no, I think I got to. I think I got to. Aremi probably doesn't want to. He rolled out 16 on the dice. Well, we're pretty darn well. Yeah, uh, I got one better. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> How it goes. We've got some other pretty bad rolls. To, uh, Drew, do you want to use yours? Yeah, I'm going to use my, my level reroll for this. Oh, <laughs> oh, please tell me that's enough. <laughs> Natural 20, no matter what, on a save is going to be a success. So we do have a success from an Alindra, a Raimi, and a Knack. But unfortunately, both Andis and Adros have failed, I believe, here, right? Is this going to be mind affecting? 22 plus. Mm, great no, question. You all, you all get Happy Meals. I imagine I'm so. Glad if, glad but no toy. That is mind affecting. You lied. <laughs> it affects my mind. I'm sad now. Uh, this is based on a a creature's ability. So uh, let me look that up real quick. I'm guessing it's got to be, but okay. that is the only time a reroll has ever, ever come in clutch for me. Yeah. What? Way, way to go, Drew. Natural twenty on a reroll does seem pretty dope. Mm, the creature whose ability this is based on is a mind affecting effect, so I think that would apply. Do you have some some special potions, lotions you can use, Hedros? I mean, not that this is going to matter on this particular roll, but I do get a plus two bonus against mind affecting effects, so that would take my sixteen to an eight. I'm sure is not going to help the DC. Why, why did you waste the no, podcast no, no. I time? I get other things. I get other things. Listeners' time. <laughs> you roll a natural toot. I know. Tyler. Trust me. I have, you two, two Tyler. I have other abilities okay. that I can All do, right. but I have to wait till it's my turn. This is technically is mind affecting, and this is affecting both the mind, the meat mind of Adros and the mechanical brain of Andis 148 as perhaps... <laughs> all the the, the Andes's past inside the exocortex are momentarily disoriented. Uh, this works like the creature color out of spaces aura ability, <laughs> and it's a rough one. 
You both take one point of constitution and charisma drain. Oh, oh, not charisma. <laughs> now what will I do? <laughs> <laughs> not, not too bad. Not too bad. Okay. That is going to take us into turn two. And Andros, for honest, you are top of the order again. What would you like to do, sir? Well, first, I'd like to figure out what my new health stats are. You have to take two points of drain before anything happens in the same ability score. So nothing right now. Mm-hmm. But I should mention the light has not stopped. <laughs> the light is still pulsating. So, right. Okay. And that was a one-time effect. It's not an ongoing effect, I assume. I, I just said the light is still pulsating. pulsating so it is, it is doesn't seem to have stopped. Be a pretty lame trap if it did ability damage or drain and just one point of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know if you I, I didn't know if you like rolled a d4 in secret or something and rolled. Oh, I, well, if even if I did, I wouldn't give you that information. How dare you? I, 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 I know. Insulting I know. to me as a GM. Th- th- these are the is. assumptions I make as a player. I'd be giving you uh, free information. I'm just handing out information for free. <laughs> no, I told you that the, the light is still pulsating and likely you will need to make another save. So I don't then I don't know if this is really going to help me. I have an item called the mantle of willpower mm. that allows me to do is spend a resolve point And as a standard action, I can end all mind affecting effects that I'm currently suffering from. If it's an ongoing effect that you have taken, like, you know, yes, this is not. This is a hazard attack kind of thing. Right. Right. So, no, it's it's good that you're asking those questions. Don't want to waste your action. Yeah. Okay, cool. Then that that sucks. But good to know. We're going to spend a move action and maybe a dross like he pulls out one of his <laughs> many weapons that he's just collecting for some reason. Spear of fate. Spear of fate. And he's going to toss a weapon over to Cathlo. Oh, OK. Uh, so, you know, like here, this will affect these these creatures. And <laughs> Excellent. I give you your your spear back and you hand me. I mean, it, it's uh, are you handing what the devastation blade? What are you giving yeah. her? Yeah, it's the devastation blade. You give her the devastation blade and it definitely looks like a little dagger in her massive hand. She's like, you've given me toothpicks. Thank you. <laughs> draws like, hey, don't underestimate it. <laughs> it I've been stabbed by it before. It really hurts. All right. And boy, they're just too close to me, huh? Oh, well, I I have my haste circuit on. I get an extra move action to for the purposes of movement. So that works. (laughs) Got my haste circuit on. You can move up to the false Ramy or false Knack with just a step. Uh, How do I want to? Where do I want to put myself? Uh, draw. You're going to get some attacks of opportunity here. Oh, from both false knack and false Raimi as I'm going to try to get into flanking position. I think uh, just so the one because one has already made an attack on knack. Okay, cool. And just and uh, yeah, good luck. Thank you, Tyler, for the good luck. I I needed it. I've been rolling doo doo. Uh, 17 on the dice is going to be a hit. This is just bludgeoning damage as this hologram slams into you for 54 points of damage. Okay. And I'll use the spear back. 42. Oh, that is a hit. For 77 points of damage. 77. Fire and electric. 
Seven. Okay, not all of that is going through again here, but a huge stabbing with this empowered spear is still getting points on the board. Uh, second attack? Right. Wait. No. God, I never turned my haste circuit on. Is that allowed? Yeah, with haste, you, you can move and make a full attack. But, like, the, the action to hand... I'm losing track of my... Sorry, I'm losing track of my... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, action. oh, you handed... Because I handed her that weapon, so I was taking that as my normal move action, and then I spent the haste circuit move action just to move. Oh, I'll allow it, yeah. I mean, at the very least, she can, you know, meet you halfway on, on taking a weapon off of you. Okay. Then here comes another one. I'm being kind to Tyler. Oh, 35? Because I'm about to drain him of all of his constitution and charisma. <laughs> 35 against EAC is a hit. All right, 72 points of fire and electric. Okay. And that'll be my entire turn. Okay. Well, a couple of, of big hits on the false Raimi is going to bring us back to their turn. They don't have a whole lot, except this one is going to step into Andis now, the, the false knack and the ones on Alindra and Adros. False Alindra, false Raimi are going to stand and I think make a couple of attacks against each of you. Two attacks, right? Yeah, we'll do two. The first two attacks, false Alindra, who's nearly destroyed versus real Alindra. Oh, these aren't great. Uh, four is definitely a miss. And the 11 on the dice is against Lundra's EAC is just a hit. So let me do some more bludgeoning damage. Against you, it slams into you for ooh, pretty good damage. Not a single one. The 10d6, 60 points of bludgeoning. Two attacks coming at, at Dross are... Let's see. That is two hits against Edros. Your EAC is 38. Yes. Okay. Couple big hits. Slambo first into Edros is going to be 58 points of bludgeoning damage. And the second, 63 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, this one that moved into Andis is going to make a single attack. Doot, doot, doot. 17 on the dice is a hit. And this bludgeoning damage is. 51 points as it's, I mean, it's a medium sized creature trying to take on a giant mech. <laughs> as effective as, as that is, is uh, punches right into your main chassis and, is, and, and uh, is able to do a good amount of damage. But you get to answer immediately. How, how much was it you said? 51. 51. Okay. You get to answer immediately because you are next in the turn order. That is all three of their actions. Uh, is it a magical attack? Mm. That is a great question. I don't think so. Okay. I'll I'll look it up on the base creature, because this is, uh, believe it or not, you have fought, if you recall, a hardened hologram before on Istamac, I believe, was the last time in, in season one. I mean, your characters have, as a, a living hologram, the hard light slam, it functioned as a natural weapon attack. So I don't think it's magical. Okay. Well, I'm going to attack it. You, you got a good amount of times. damage reduction yeah. <laughs> because of that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, DR, <laughs> DR 10 magic. Mm. So 
Pretty good. Um, yeah, so we'll uh, we'll make that on full attack. And um, I've been forgetting my rend damage for approximately always. So I mean, it's probably good that you forgot that on Cathlo. <laughs> Don't want to take out your ally. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh no! Natural four. Okay. First one's a miss, but that's why we attack thrice. That's why you do it three times. You roll so many oh, dice. That's it's... why you do it three times. Oh, I was about to say you roll so many dice. It's hard to tell which one is the the, the d20. Sometimes, yeah, right? There's yeah. so many on the screen. Well, that's a natural one. One. Oh no! Uh, critical fumble. Do you want the fan fumbles? Or the official Paizo. You know I need my. You don't know I need my fans. You don't want a, uh, an OGL 1.0A uh, <laughs> official critical fumble deck. No, uh, no, they would okay. no. The, the people who wrote those didn't let me have my. <laughs> didn't let me have my my Third magic publishing party uh, content. Yeah, they didn't let, let me have my my mutation points. So Ooh. the fans, the fans would let me have my mutation points. I know they would. Well, maybe not this fan. Submitted by JJJ. Oh, boy. Uh, this is called Pull the Pin. You, your attack inadvertently activates a random grenade on your person. <laughs> do you oh, have any well, grenades? You do not own grenades. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, that's lucky. JJJ, back in the day, vastly overestimated how many people would have grenades in Starfinder. <laughs> this is this how is interested a, people yeah. would be in grenades. Uh, this is definitely if, if the, that was triggered on neck it'd be wonder grenades, so who knows what would happen. Oh my gosh, that'd be the best. <laughs> I was about to say Can I pull is, the pin out of Nax grenade? <laughs> I was about to say who has the grenades that you pulled out of the the simulation. Is that Knack as well? Is Knack holding all the grenades? Oh, it draws. Okay. This could have had some effect on some people, but the, the, the ability called pulled pin, the grenade activates in two to three rounds. So like you have time <laughs> to like use it. It's just funny. It's like, <laughs> you're going to lose your turn unless you want to explode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> third attack. Jabert. Third one. Sock third to me. Third one's a charm. I'd... Oh, okay. That's a little better. That's That'll do. Seven. Yes, that is a hit. All right, for 30... Wait, nope, that's not right. A lot more than that. That's very different. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sorry, I was looking at this. 93 points of damage. Including Nax. Get him, big get him. No, no. Plus two. Okay. 95. All right. uh, Only about half of that damage is going through, but still first hit on false Nax. As we go to Kathla, who is going to spend... You know, her move action, perhaps equipping, getting this blade ready here and making a single attack against the hard light hologram that Andis attacked. The false knack one. Oh, boy. Well, the bad luck or maybe (laughs) the ability or or her lack of confidence in these small blades has caused her to roll a natural one as well. She's like, does this normally happen? I'm much better with a staff weapon. (laughs) Can I have the Spear of Fates back, please? (laughs) Edros. Just try again. You have to warm it up first. You know what? I'll I'll go ahead and use my level reroll on this. I don't know if you guys can tell. I I'm... thought you couldn't do that for the one. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you're right, Miles. I can't, even if I wanted to joke around and pretend that I would. <laughs> Miles, it is your turn. It's Rainey's turn. 
What do you like okay. to do? Okay. Uh, do you not get any critical fail stuff? Uh, she's a lower level character. Uh, I, I wouldn't right. burden burden her with that. Miles is she's really also, wanting to hamstring yeah. this this helpful NPC. <laughs> she's also on our team. <laughs> yeah, she is. Look, I just the indignity of missing completely is enough. <laughs> Raven moves a little bit to the east and is going to take aim at the hologram of himself. Oh. Um, that's- that's that's uh, unsettling. I mean, I, this is this is a path Remy's been down before. So I mean, <laughs> this happened about a month ago. <laughs> yeah, this is this is this is a, a walk in the park. Gonna gonna use his X Gen Elite uh, rifle with Ghost Killer Fusion. Oh well, that's not a terrible one to use here. And a single attack coming at false Remy. A thirty-eight to hit. That is a hit. 45. Okay, and all of that 47. damage. Oh, yes, 47. Oh, yeah, 47, sorry. All that damage goes through and uh, hits false Raimi. Famey, right where, if you will. <laughs> Raimi, uh, right where Adras is standing. Okay, that's going to take us to Nack, your turn, Drew. You, you're in a place of safety now behind Andus and Cathlo. All right, so uh, Nack is going to point at uh fake Raimi and say, get him. So we have a plus two on that. And then we're going to point at fake knack and say, oh, but you, oh, you're on my list, buddy. You think you can pull this off? It takes a lot of work to look this good. Uh, and we're going to do a uh, clever feint. Mm, I don't think this has any effect. Unfortunately, I had a feeling. I was about to say, this is mind affecting on these hard light holograms. Yeah, unfortunately, I do not think that will do anything. But you, do you have an attack you'd like to make as uh, well with I, the get em? I do. But can I inquire about this light? Has Knack perceived this light that seems to be affecting uh, some of his cohorts here? I mean, you've you, in another world, <laughs> you had failed against it, but you uh, you managed to shake your head and <laughs> it, it had no effect on you a moment ago. But yeah, what what about the the light? You have a uh, question about it? Yeah, what, you guys seeing this? Like, it, it doesn't seem to be doing anything to me, but I feel like I feel like it means something. Uh, can we uh, figure out what this is? Is there is there a role I can do for this? So whether it's a uh, I don't know, physical science, computers, anything? I think another physical science check would be the way to go. Oh, good. This is going to be great. Mm. I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, it it seems to be part of the same machinery that has perhaps produced these hard light holograms, but what exactly it is, Nack doesn't know. All right, then I'm going to shoot fake (laughs) Raimi. All right, go right ahead. Ooh, a knack hit. Say, uh, 16 30. on the dice. There we go. What? For uh, 19 points of damage to, or 19 uh, pre whatever <laughs> you take off. Yelbh, Drew. Yelbh. You know what that means, right? No. It's knacks. Go to in combat saying here. Every little bit helps. Yelbh. <laughs> uh, Lindra Vallis, your last on the turn order. This one in front of you that mockingly looks a little like you now nearly destroyed seems to 
be nearly, nearly destroyed, perhaps with a with another round of of strikes. You are flanking with Andis. You don't no longer have get him though. What would you like to do? I am also hasted. Mm-hmm. Um, can I strike at this one until and if it goes down, then move and strike at the other one? Is that a lot? Yes, probably not going to happen. But yes. Okay. Well, I'll try. All right. So this is three strikes. It would normally be minus five, but with flanking with Andis, it's plus four to that. So negative one overall. Okay. Making it a, a 38 to hit. Hit. All right. That does 80 damage. Oh, that's easily halved. Thank you. Uh, it, it is still up. It, it might take it might take a couple really good hits. So let me say. Let's see if I can get one in. Real that's good. not great, but 32 to hit. Against KC, that's actually a miss. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, now All we right. need a super duper hit. All right. Trying. Hey. Oh, that it, it was a super hit. So that is. is a 46 to hit. That's a 19 on the die for 91 damage. Okay. All right. It is still up after that barrage but is even more jacked up than it was before. I, I think on a super hit, you would have wounding with this. No, what, what's your. No, weapon? not anymore. I haven't transferred my room or what are they called in this game? <laughs> okay. Then that is just a bunch of damage. It's still up as we go to the end of turn two. the light at the Northern side of this chamber is lets out another huge pulse. But now, Alindra, Raimi, and Knack do not seem to notice it. Oh, and I, I forgot to mention, Kathlo was affected by it last round as well. I forgot all about her. I rolled fairly poor, but close to, to succeeding. Uh, so, Alindra, Raimi, and Knack, you don't see it light up basically at all. You just see the same like rainbow effect that it had uh, when you guys walked into the room. But I need Andis and Adros as well as Cathlo to roll one more time. We'll save. Well, Tyler, 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 you did slightly worse than last time. And so did I. <laughs> Six on the dice. I did one less than last time. I, well, I did, I did the same as my first roll. One less than my re-roll. So I got that going for me. But you have rolled, taking your re-roll already, unfortunately. I was trying to look at what I rolled last time. I rolled a seven this time, and I think that is for Cathlo just enough to save. But that is a failure from both Andis and Adros. And you guys take another point of constitution drain as well as charisma drain. And this one will have effects on your base, uh, your, your total stamina counts. You merely lose 19 stamina from current and max right yeah yeah it's basically done the the same same way Are, do, did you still have stamina left yes yeah by you asking that i can i can guess <laughs> sorry okay that is turn two adros you are up at the start of turn three okay uh, oh boy let's just i don't think i have anything too fancy here so let's uh let's make three attacks. Let's do that. How about that? Going all in. I was really hoping that 
Hathla was going to get into flanking position with me, but I see that she doesn't want to play by the rule. <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry. Technically, she could have. Yeah, uh, I, you, I know wanted. that. I'm sorry, you didn't like direct her at all. But <laughs> so when I, I said I'm going to move well, behind Raimi to get into flanking position, hopefully with Gatlo, <laughs> that didn't. <laughs> that didn't it's not trigger a, and Patrick's that didn't trigger. Okay. No, I, I said that she kind of used her move action to secure this this weapon. So. Gotcha. Oh, hey, three on the dice. So guess what? Not, guess what? She's doing this turn though. <laughs> exactly so, what you said. That didn't happen. Another uh, three on the dice. Let's pretend that didn't. Nope, can we make it nope, three for we're three? Pre- we're pretending it did happen twice now. Can we? Uh, can we make it three threes in a row? No, no. Oh, four threes. You rolled a thirty-three on this. Oh yeah, kind of. If I was flanking, that probably would have been a hit. But I don't think a thirty-three uh, against EAC is going to cut the have cheese. Get him, bro. That is it. Factored that in. Is, it's factored in. That is a hit with get him. You're you're going against EAC here, yeah. Thirty-three is a hit. Against EAC, yes. Okay, good. Okay, cool. 84, right? Okay. All right. This one is now bloodied. The the famey, flamey, false flamey, false ramey. Sweet. Uh, their turn, they are going to each make a single attack. Alindra Andis, Ramey in that order. Let me make these attacks real quick. Oh boy. Oh, it's real bad. <laughs> it's real bad. A six, a natural one on Andis, and a seven on a tross. Hmm. I think six. Glad I just I guess attacked one time because that is that is a hit on Alindra and a dross. Just barely. Uh but I'm, I'm definitely a mess, obviously, on Andis one four eight. So Alindra the fake Alindra slams into her for 61 points of bludgeoning damage and a draw 60. And that is going to take us to Andis's turn. Andis, you're up. All right. <clears throat> then, okay. So I don't like that. I don't like that light in the background. It's bad. Bad and I don't like it. I didn't realize fake but Alindra's I'm still, gonna, still up. <laughs> but I'm going to uh, chop knack fake spar. You, you all... You all who have saved against it do not seem to be under its effect any longer. All right. Uh, right. Let's see. I go up to a. Hey, now I've got a bonus to my saving throws, so I got that going for me. Might come in um, useful. Yeah, could 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 come in handy. Um, yeah. Let's 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 smack smack knack knack a smack smack a knack. Here you. Forty-one to hit. Oh, most definitely a hit. All right, for 93. No big get them right now, right? Okay. So yeah, so 93 points of damage. Okay. Hit number one, going through. Um, yeah. Keep on rolling them attacks. Let's get it. Yeah, I'm just waiting on Oh. Oh. Oh, oh no. Very low. My old friend. Natural three. It's a mess. All right, here goes the third one. There we are. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, there's a natural twenty, and I did look up before the podcast. These are constructs, and constructs are not immune to critical hits. Thank you, thank you, Pathfinder, evolution of Starfinder. I think they were immune to critical hits in Pathfinder First Edition, but no longer in in Second Edition or. So they are so they're immune to effects that 
call for fort saves. Is that right? That is correct. All right. Great. The best. The best. All right. Inc- so- incorporeal creatures are not immune to critical hits either, right? I guess I probably should have double checked those rules. <laughs> no. No. I don't think so. They're already they, they're resistant to half damage, so that's like more than enough. But oh ho ho. Oh, you've rolled a great deal here. Yeah, so it'll be 163 points of damage. So 181, or sorry, 81 on uh, the half. Yes, and that is going to be enough. Because I rolled an 81 and an 82, so it makes Mm -hmm. the half real easy. (laughs) Uh, That is enough to glitch out the false knack Feldspar. It has taken enough to bloody that one as well. All three of them have. They're all glitching out. They're like half sieve. Maybe one's half Lindra, half Raimi. Alrighty. Let's um end my turn, I suppose. Oh, I was about to say, let's no, go ahead and make a fourth attack. And just keep <laughs> it rolling. I forgot. We've run through I mean, our I, attacks. I do have I do have a way to do that, but I this is I can't Ooh. keep track of this character anymore. Cathlo <laughs> on, on her turn is going to move to flank with a dross and Make an attack against, yeah, you know, she'll she'll do the smart thing and make the attack against the one that Edros is attacking. False Raimi. Oh, it was almost a natural twenty, but just a natural eight. And I've looked up the apocalypse blades, but I've forgotten them. It is twelve d eight, correct? Yep. Um, okay, she does a she does a whole bunch of damage. So let me double check this. Oh boy. Now that she can finally potentially hit and do some damage. Uh, she did 92 <laughs> points of damage here. So Adros, Adros, I thought, see, I told you you'd get the hang of it. Keep swinging. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is her full turn and takes us to Remy Quindar. All right. So our new friend is kind of in my way. So Remy's going to Scooch up a smidge and kind of line up. Oh, you you want to line up with someone else? Well, yeah, I'm I'm gonna be kind of like lined up with Knack, but I have a pretty good view of fake Knack, and I'm gonna take two attacks with my X Gen gun. Okay, if you move, you would not be able to. Oh, so I can just stay right here, and I guess I guess I do have. A, yeah, I don't think okay. I'd give you the soft cover from, okay. from there. You All right. Kind of have a straight line. All right. Yeah. So, but two first, attacks. Let's go right uh, ahead. It's a 40 to hit. Oh, 17 on the dice. That is a hit. 33. Full damage going through to fake neck. Okay. Well, let me use a calculator. I was about to definitely steal some hit points because of my bad math. Uh, <laughs> 73 plus 33 is 100, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 100 and... No, it's, mo- it's more than that. <laughs> okay. Two... Okay, that this one was bloodied before. It is still bloodied. Uh, make right. your second attack. All right. So attack number two coming down the pipeline. Ooh, a 31. No get em. That is a miss against... Okay. Ah, one and two is not bad. Right. Knack, Feldspar, back to you. What would you like to do? Oh, man. I think Knack is going to go for the one that is flanked and most defeated. Uh, so we're going to uh, say get him to fake Raimi, and then we're going to shoot. Actually, 
I think technically the the false Alindra has taken the, the most damage, most attacks. Right, but the one that I said is also being flanked. But I also realized mm-hmm. that I can yeah. just say, "Hey, draw us a few, and us a few, Alindra a few," and we're gonna just use uh, coordinated flankers. So excellent. We be flanking. We be flanking. Uh, but this is gonna shoot fake Raimi. Okay, go right ahead. Oh, and get him on fake Raimi too. It's still marked from last turn, so easy peasy. All right. So 18 on the dice. Yes, even with some soft cover, that is a hit. For 19. Yobh, Drew. Yobh, don't say it like that. Oh, uh, okay. That is going to take us to Alindra Vallis, bottom of the turn order. All right, I'm going to keep striking at the fake Alindra in front of me. Three strikes. Three strikes. Okay. Swoosh, swoosh. That's 36 to hit. That is a hit. For 90 damage. Okay. That one is still up. Oh, no. Fake Lindra may be as tough, if not tougher, than real Lindra. Ugh. Nope, nope. (laughs) Not as tough as real Lindra. (laughs) 44 to hit, at least, but 83 damage. Oh, it had three hit points left as you slice through. Unbelievable. Hard light, full Lindra and cut her down can i use my move action now since i'm still hasted to move across to flank with andis on the fake knack uh yes take my final strike make one more attack here so 45 to hit one rocks here 91 damage uh 17 then an 18 91 seven nice and easy not easy enough for my addled brain we're going with the calculator Okay, that is going to take us to the end of turn three. I'm so sorry, Adros and Andis. I need another will save as the so brutal hard light generator. Yes, yes, it Don't is. Don't you worry. About I mean, it's, it's not really all that brutal. It's just I'm bad at rolling dice. Uh, originally, this is going off the entire time you're in the room until you can find the key, which is a DC 42 perception check. So you guys would never find it. I I changed it up just a little bit. Great news (laughs) for, well, maybe not great news. Tyler, does this include your bonus to the, ooh, your your role here? Yeah. Yeah. Good news for one of you. Andis has saved out of this. Takes no more damage. Adros does take another point of Conan Shaw. I'm, I'm already the, the the ugliest person in the party. I don't need more jaw damage. <laughs> yeah, a, a tooth turns brown and... <laughs> I got one white one left to call him old pearly. You, you sprout three, like, Charlie Brown hairs across your head. That's it. That's all you get. Been bald, like, the entire tea of your life. Right. But. Now I'm undignifiedly almost bald. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no! <laughs> you shave it off, and it just comes back, like, a second later. You're like, no, it's like the Santa Claus. Okay. Turn four, Adros Veronis. How's Adros doing, Tyler? Something has actually happened for the first time in an extremely <laughs> long time. <laughs> <laughs> you taking a little bit of HP damage? I took hit point damage. Uh oh. <gasps> uh oh. Feels like a unicorn on the show. Hedrick, that's not allowed. I think I think the rules are broken. I'm double tacking. I'm don't double tacking a dross on my turn. <laughs> I think you've forgotten. He's not supposed to take hit point damage, so 
he does undo uh, that. That'd be great. I know. That's not what. Yeah, that's not what. But he's <laughs> uh, he's uh, he's hitting me on like eights on the dice. That is uh, and and doing a a lot of damage that I don't resist. I had to kick up this the last two levels of this book to give you guys any challenge. <laughs> so yeah. these, these and, uh, I've, lost, I've lost quite, I lost quite a bit of uh, stamina to the drain. So all the right things happening. I do promise I will attack you twice on your turn. So I got to roll high. I got to roll high. You could than- knock me out if you roll high. Uh, but before I do that, I'm going to do everything I can to stop you. Three attacks, three threes on the dice. Let's make it happen. Planking with Cathlo right now. And get him. Uh, so get him. No, I don't have get him. You do have get him. Yes, you I do. do have get him. Okay. So yeah, get him. Usually a minus six. Flanking takes that to a minus four. Get him. Minus three. Let's go. Minus two. It's a plus two. Get him. Oh, first, gotcha. First one is a hit. Awesome. 70 points of uh, electric and fire. Is still up. Go right ahead for ter- number two. 39 for 73 points oh. of electric and fire. Oh, oh, oh. I'm hopefully making this the best I can. It's before still I get up. Out. Oh, I think I just missed out. 32, including all the bonuses. Against EAC is a miss. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't think I have any way of squeaking out an extra bonus here, so that'll uh, that'll end my turn. Last hey, uh, after seeing dice. how much damage Cathlo can do, if Dross goes unconscious here, can I just be Cathlo? <laughs> yeah. She's had, that, she's had that sword for five seconds. She did, 90, used, she did 92 <laughs> points of damage. I'm I'm over here like I'm a toddler compared to... She's compared used your weapons this. pretty well uh, in, in your stead. Okay, we're on to the hard light holograms. Two attacks coming at Dross, and I you need, think... You need two hits. Two attacks coming both at Alindra and Andis as well. <laughs> One no attack 20s. each. All right, let me do first Alindra. Single attack. Minus... Four is a hit against Andis. A 10 on the dice is against... What is your EAC, Jerbert? That is a great question, and one I haven't looked at in some time. It says 39 here, if that 30. is correct. 40. That because is a miss, then, a 10 on the dice. Yeah, because of my super high uh, mutation points. Okay, super duper. I have messed up my macro because I rolled for Cathlo's damage for the first time. So let me reset this. This is correct. So Rebecca, Alindra's taking 59 points of bludgeoning damage. Let's roll two attacks against Edros. First attack. Oh, I was about to say, where's my, where's Patrick's 20? Where's my natural 20? Hey, can, not, can, can you maybe not at least roll two of those? Can you give me I'll, at least a chance? I'll, I'll go ahead and roll the second attack right now. Roll it right now. Oh, it's next to it on the dice. A 14 on the dice. It's a crit and a uh, just a hit, I believe. Uh, yes. I'm just going to I'm just gonna go ahead and do some uh, swiveling on the map here. Oh, damage. Oh, so the crits. First, first of all, critical shout out to uh, we'll, we'll do Cyber Robert again, who who's asked us about our uh, desert planet kind of of question and uh, i do want to get through uh, probably not this season but everyone to to answer it but if your character was stuck 
on a deserted planet can bring any one thing what would it be Andrew, and that's my myself i don't i don't understand what i would do here maybe for Cathlo, if that is my character right now it would be i think they would uh, wear a great amount of you know hawaiian clothing and uh <laughs> sarongs and things like that but if they were bring something along with them for fun it would be one of these hard light holograms it would be like a training program to to brush up on her her rusty combat skills that natural one didn't didn't feel very good yeah that makes sense okay damage rolls and yep. i'm pulling a card and I don't think there's... Oh, there is a critical effect. Can you make me a fortitude save? I feel like this is going to be superfluous, but I will play your sadistic game. 31. Well, I've got good news. Before you go down, you're not blinded. <laughs> oh, that would have sucked if when I closed my eyes from being unconscious, I was also blinded. Never to reopen them. <laughs> oh, the critical hit is 122 points of damage. Is that enough to drop you? Checking. No. Well, guess what? We got another hit, so it's another 50 more points of bludgeoning damage. Is that enough, Tyler? Yeah, uh, that's enough. That's enough. It happened. You had me at, se- you had me at seven. It happened. So I'm now at negative 47. <laughs> okay, well, here you're at zero. zero, and we are on to Antis, one for eight, return. All right, we've got... One more, and it's it's the Raimi, is that right? Or is it, oh, it's the Knack. No, we got the Raimi and the Knack. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. But I've got my super-duper, super-duper mega flank. Uh, the Raimi and the Knack was famous for its Paul McCartney intro song. So just... Knack and the Raimi. Raimi and the Knack. No, that's not the same artist. Oh, Isn't that Elton John? That's Elton John. Sure it is. Close enough. I'll Close enough, it. Drew. Close enough. No one Elton needed John's to know weird. that I was bad at trivia, but <laughs> you've made them all aware. Anyway. Because, because you made him feel bad, Bert, you get a hero point on last week's episode of Dead Men Roll No Crits. Yay. Here you go. <laughs> all right. So that'll be a 42 to hit. As a hit. Oh, boy. Big enough. 88. Points of damage. Wait, nope. Hang on. Plus nine. Uh, that's a uh, ninety-seven points of damage. One second. Oh, it's still up after after a big hammer and attack. Let's try again. Squash that bug. Get it's like a computer program. Oh my like goodness! Another oh. super hit from a super hit. Hurt. That is enough to destroy. Yeah. Na 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 neck and the Raimi. Right. Any move action? You want to? Uh, I, I, took, I took two actions there. There are two two attacks. So. You're hasted, so maybe. You can. Oh, like oh, yeah, that's right. I don't know. Can I squeeze in on top of Idrasa's body? <laughs> Just squat on top of his body. <laughs> uh, you you can. You will technically there. I think be, have to squeeze. Oh, but I see. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that is a good place to flank with Cathlo. Um, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna squat over Idrasa's body and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe I'll do some medicine. Play, play around with it. <laughs> or maybe I'll just pick him up and beat and beat this thing to death with him. Okay, that that technically will provoke. I should should warn you there. Is that oh, a, that's okay. Okay, roll that attack. 
18. I was about to be like, dice. nah, I got a great EAC. Oop, not that can great. You just not, uh, can you just not full attack with Adras? Because I lose a resolve point every time you hit with uh, Oh, that's true. That's true. 57 points of bludgeoning damage. And we're on to Cathlo. Does anybody want to roll for her? I feel like I've been taking up the rolls. Um, we can roll double attack. She's Adras, you don't have a character a lot anymore. Of, lot yeah, of. she's my character now, technically, by the rules no, that oh I Oh, yes, I forgot. Yes. Tyler, go she's, ahead and She's roll. holding the Devastation Blade, right? There's a 10 on the dice. Two attacks. Two attacks. Oh. Okay, well, if I waste got, 20. Get them aimed. Uh, it's not really a 20. So. Oh, 15 on the dice. That's, that's uh, the order you want to see those numbers in. I was about to say, I think that 10 might be enough. I think this one is destroyed after a single attack. Now that I think about it, because it had 17 e hit points left, uh, we are out of combat. And as soon as that hard light hologram goes down, the light in the back of the room kind of shuts off. And Civ, you hear, you know, defensive protocols counteracted, standing down for now. And also to be continued. Aww. Whoa. <laughs> we will uh we'll get back to devastation arc and oh, the, the shook confidences of <laughs> the, the party's tank. The shook uh, next oh. time. My confidence is, I mean, pretty much you gave me the spear back, and this is about what I expected to happen. Immediately. <laughs> At immediately least you, did, you get bad luck. Did you, you roll a natural piper. one on the spear tonight, Tyler? I didn't, but you know what? It's kind of, I think this is an appropriate evolution of the spear. It no longer rolls ones. Now it just gets me murdered. It just, everyone <laughs> else rolls well against on Patrick's me. turns. Yeah. <laughs> the curse has evolved just so slightly. Constitution and charisma drain. I draw pretty, pretty, and Andis, you got two points yeah. down. Rough stuff. Like I said, this this room was really brutal beforehand, but uh, <laughs> uh, still brutal the, the way I've played it. That is going to do it for this week's episode, guys. Thank you so much for playing with me. Thank, thank you. Listeners, thanks for listening, and we will catch you on next week's episode of Cosmic Crit. Night. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. 